So quickly we catch up to yeah, it takes <laughs> very little time to catch up to, to the Barbarossa, but that being said, the Barbarossa is also being less affected by the weather. Yeah. Um, and it is it is unflappable. It's, it's not like a wind's gonna blow over any of your huge robots, but that being said, you know, if the nature still has its effect, you're actually all you all realize that you're that's actually probably a better idea to just use the Barbarossa as a as co- cover. As, co- as cover <laughs> from the element. Which you can, because any uh, adjacent uh, character, allied character gets hardcover. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, and you begin moving uh, towards this uh, this spot on your maps. Do-do-do. So yeah, um, you travel out for a bit, and it seems pretty uh, seems quite what you would expect, mm-hmm. kind of like on your trip here. It was very similar. Um, your maps warn you of uh, prong nesting areas that you can avoid. Um, oh, I'm gonna do that same thing I did last time with the. Uh... The skin out of the drone? Yeah, with the, the scout drone. Okay. Just have it do slow circles as we walk behind the Barbarossa. And imagine, like, you just see it walking, and all of a sudden you look and there's, like, trees to the side, and you realize it's just walking through a forest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, as you are moving through um, and passing around these uh, prowling nesting areas, a couple of them... Occasionally, a couple prongs will, like, you'll see them in kind of in the distance, but then with your massive unit now of weird-looking robots, it doesn't seem like they uh, are ready to attack you. They, they take one look at the Pegasus and then go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they are repulsed by it for some reason. Naturally. It's like, it's, it's like when dogs look at a Terminator. <laughs> um, yeah, um... But as you get closer, so you've been traveling for a couple hours now, as you get closer, the uh, you start to notice, uh, especially with the survey drone, um, evidence of cleared debris. So it looks like, th- while it's not necessarily obvious that this is a well-worn path, considering that the ground's covered in snow, you do notice that there is evidence of things being moved out of the way to make a path. Mm. So you are starting to see uh, what you expect to be, you know, people moving things through here, meaning that there are people around here. Um, and eventually, um, you uh, find what the what Cash is referring to as the canyon, um, and there is a, a decline down into this sort of... It's, wide, it's definitely wide enough that a couple of you could stand side by side even with a Barbarossa, but you do see as it descends down, um, there are cliffs on either side, um, and it looks like in the distance there's some sort of like strange formations, but you'll have to get closer before you can see anything. Is it like a shallow valley or is it like a steep valley? Like are um, we talking like it looks like it goes down a, a decline quite what? significantly. Like you're not going to slide down, but it does go down, and then there, essentially you'll be in what like a trench. Okay, so it's like a very so it's like the cliffs are like very steep, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be good much in a firefight if we get in close. I should probably take the high road. Um, if you're sure. The... No, no, it, it is wide enough that you can all sit, stand like side by side. Yeah. Um, Unless you want me to move forward as cover. I, it might actually be better for you to move forward as cover. Roger. And just continues trundling along. <clears throat> so, you guys continue forward down this canyon. And you uh, realize what that weird formation that you saw before. As you're entering down to this canyon, you notice the area above you, um, at where the cliffs, at the very top of the cliffs, seems to be this lattice work almost of some sort of material. Um, and this is when you start to realize that your long distance sensors are um, being jammed, starting to be like inconsistent, and the farther you get, you realize they're probably going to be jammed pretty soon. Okay. So you can still communicate with each other, but you realize that very likely whatever is in here was purposely put in here because it blocks long-range communication. So it's like uh, like that camouflage camouflage lattice that also doubles as a communication blocker. Well, it's actually a naturally occurring structure. It looks like it it was some sort of like mineral, some sort of mineral deposit where the land kind of fell away from it, Mm. possibly due to erosion, you're not sure, but it seems to have formed a sort of like naturally occurring Faraday cage that's blocking your transmissions. Right. Alright, so before we get too far in, I will like 
send coordinates and like say what this is that we're looking at and mm-hmm. why we're going to be out of contact. Okay, yeah, they, they respond with, all right, proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and as you go further in, you are now, you essentially can't get anything. Like, you get maybe, like, occasionally, again, this isn't the Omni-Net, this is the limb system, which... How does my Omni-Hook work? Um, your Omni-Hook is a decent connection. Like, you could connect to, like, Maybe something like off planet, but again, it's there's no connection between the limb and the on net, so it's not helpful. Yeah, you yeah. can't connect to. You could you could message Gan. Okay. Well, but I you mean, can't talk to anyone on planet. Yep, that's fine. Um, okay. Um, so uh, as you're going down, uh, your survey beacon uh, recognizes a familiar uh, a uh, familiar obstacle. Looks like there are landmines placed here. Hmm. Uh, are they like last time, where it's if we go off the path, we'll run into them, or is it okay? We're mining the entrance of this. All right, so you need to make a some sort of check to determine the actual path of these, because they are you can detect them to some extent, but like you need to find the path. And I'm especially, that especially we don't a want... path that the Barbarossa can get through. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm guessing that just. Firing on them to blow them up before we get there. You can do that. Okay. Um, yeah, you can just blow. You can trigger all of the. You can trigger all of the uh, landmines. But if whoever put in the landmines is expecting somebody to come through and trigger them, and if they're listening or have something similar set up, yeah, they're gonna know that we're doing this. I mean, we. I am running a Barbarossa. If they're like listening in for someone showing up, we've kind of blown that option. Good point. You aren't exactly made for stealth. No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, uh, so can I? Uh, I'm going to try to hit one of them with the marker light, which causes heat damage. It doesn't have it's, assist. You can't hack a landmine. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. These could have been smart landmines. Yeah. So sorry. Smart landmines. Sorry. That's, it, uh, that's well, just, it, the thing is that they were smart landmines. You would know all their locations immediately, right? Because they'd be within your sensors. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, the, the issue you're having here is these are like traditional landmines. The they, they're they're not, spring plates they're, with triggers. Yeah. yeah, they're probably a bit more sophisticated than that because they can damage mechs. Well, but, they're spring plates with triggers and a shit ton of directional charges. Yeah, yeah. but they, they, have, they are not they are air-gapped. They are not connected to any network. Um, you yeah, they don't have... You they can't detect any signal from them. Yeah, I mean, they could like they could have had, like, yeah, IFF. They had a, yeah, they could have had a remote detonator. Yeah. I was actually thinking IFF so that they can, you know, friend-foe-like trigger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, all right. They seem they seem pretty uh, dumb. I'm not. I can't hack them or anything. Um, you see, like Noir, like reach down and in like a single motion, he manages to like snap the um, the mortar that's attached to his leg, like to his wrist, and then hold it up. And he says, "Permission to begin demolitions." I mean, I think that's probably our safest option at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless anyone has a better idea or can track track a, a path for the Barbarossa through this, I don't think so. Do you have anything, uh, Worm? Mm. I don't know a lot about Horus Max. I know they can do weird things. Yeah, actually, hold on. Um, I might have a system for this. Mm. No, I don't think that will work. I've got an idea. We need to clear a path, right? So yeah, I'm just um, we're so we're in a canyon, or yeah. so there are lots of rocks around. Yeah, you could yeah, there's, there's there's stones. Okay, I'm gonna use my strength suite, and I'm gonna start bowling giant boulders down the <laughs> path like bowling balls. Okay, yeah, so you fine. you start setting off the charges. Uh, they are what do you expect? They are yep. quite loud, and they yep. they just as as your rocks hit into them and they detonate, blowing yep. chunks out of the canyon walls. Uh-huh. Everything kind of shapes for a moment. Uh, uh, you notice that the you, you realize that structurally nothing's gonna collapse on you. These whew. but you do but there is snow kind of falling and the lattice work is shaking. Uh, um, how heavy does that lattice work look? Probably couldn't stand on it. Okay. But it, it does seem sturdy enough that yeah humans could walk on it. Next could probably not. Uh, you also, but so you're like, saying that the uh, that the Pegasus couldn't hang upside down by its feet. You might be able to hang off of it. You're not sure, but hmm. um, yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, you set off enough of the mines that you have a path through. All right. I dust my mech's hands off and, yeah, all right, I'll take point. So, yeah, uh, with that, like, you know, he basically, like, leans down and, again, a fluid motion, manages to, like, hook the mortar back onto, like, its leg. Like a, like a bloodborne trick weapon, almost. Okay. I'd like to point out that, technically speaking, uh, mech weapons don't change size in relative to the size of the mech. Oh, Jesus, so this thing's huge. You have, like, a tiny... No, they don't. Oh, they don't, so, yeah. You have a tiny gun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I'd imagine that it's, like, literally, like, just holstered somewhere, and he just pulls it out like a pistol. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's the thing, is that all of your, like, infantry training has not prepared you for for how small all these weapons are. You're literally with toys. (laughs) This is suboptimal. (laughs) I mean, technically, you could have a mortar that was really big, but had a very small barrel. (laughs) Yeah, it just goes farther now. <laughs> or it can load more shells or yeah. something. Like, like we can fiat it that they're the right size, but they fire smaller munitions for whatever reason. They, they, he specifically requested detachable, like, <laughs> infantry, uh, like, scaled weapons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 3D printer, you can print whatever you want, pretty much. <laughs> as long as it's... 90% the- of this weapon is just for show. <laughs> 90% of it is that just so I can use the fucking trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so as you guys are walk, as you guys are progressing forward, uh, you feel the ground actually shake for a moment, hmm. and then for Not a second, for a second, for a second, you think it's like an earthquake, but then it stops. Huh? Weird. What are those things called again? Tell me about this local megafauna. <laughs> uh, the prongs, uh, but this definitely does not feel like the same tremors that you that the prongs had. Question: um, Did we see the prongs in their maturity or in their infancy, based on what we've seen? Um, you saw some pretty big ones. Um, one of them was big enough that, like, it attacked, it, it shredded one of your mechs in the sense that it, I would say about half the, it would be, they were about one half size. Okay. So, like, one of them got onto Melo and it was, like, pretty big. It was, like, most of his body. Melo was also more people sized. Yes, he is yeah. size of a human. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Well, he's probably, like, 10 feet tall. Yeah. For reference, Melo is the space samurai we've kind of befriended. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, uh, alright, let's keep moving, but, uh, I'm gonna keep an eye out for whatever might be causing these tremors. Mm-hmm. It's just one, actually. Okay, just the one, then. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it looks like the area is about to open up, and you all detect, uh, on your short range, a, uh, and on your heat sensors, which are not, don't seem to be as affected, uh, a, some sort of launch. Um, and as you kind of all just look up, you see two ships uh, seem to have launched out of the canyon. Hmm. Are they within? If I are they within shooting range? Uh, you'd have to fire through the lattice work, and it is pretty far mm-hmm. out of out of where you. They're have. rockets. They are breaking Atmo. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they look like ships. There. So what you can see based on visual and based on like. A, Based on your mech analysis, and for some of you, your dummy plug analysis, they are, uh, they look like they are some sort of large ship, large enough to transport materials or per- personnel, but quite large. Um, and yes, they are going fast enough that you could fire at them, but you're probably not going to hit them with your mortar. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. What if you had like a sniper rifle or something, you might be able to hit one of them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no room on this one. Damn, I could have brought that. And my loading drone. Yeah. They are probably around range 50 from you. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, even that wouldn't have helped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to use my Omnihook and uh, relay a message to, again. Okay. To be like, hey, there's something, like, from this position at this angle breaking Atmo related to the attack that happened. Okay. Yeah. See if you can figure out what that is. Yeah, I mean, if he's outside, if he's off planet, you might actually have a, a, a picture of that. So, you know. Alright. Um, so, yeah, you send the message, you don't get a response. Yeah, um, that's fine. I. Um, Alright, um, and as you move forward, um, I assume you guys speed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As um, fast as the Barbarossa can go. Yeah. Um, you see the canyon opens up. Um, and what you see before you what looks like some sort of large facility. Okay. Um, it is uh, a lot less nice looking than the uh, even the mining equipment that you saw when you landed 
Uh, it looks boxy and utilitarian. Um, it looks like it was almost hastily constructed, but huh. um, o- almost like kind of prefab stuff. It looks like almost like the IKEA version of a some sort of facility. Um, and you, based on, does anyone here have like knowledge of like engineering of any kind? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, then you can roll that trigger. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, fifteen. Uh, looks like some sort of fabrication facility. Okay. From your at first glance. Uh, Classic, like assembly line. Uh, you can't see. In, unfortunately, you can't see inside of it, but you do notice from the size of the of the. Uh, like the hangar doors, mm-hmm. kind of. That this they probably make something here, some sort of machinery. Something big. Yeah. There's also runoff, and there's. Uh... Question: Does this look like the mining stuff we saw when we entered the planet? No. Okay. So that stuff looked like it had been shiny. Okay. It's it was nice looking. It was purposefully, and this looks like not hastily put together, but clearly put together using materials that were not like. This place was designed to look nice and be like something to be proud of. It was something to do a job. Right. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, as you come into the clearing, you will immediately have to dodge to the sides as a hail of. Yeah, well, slowly move. <laughs> oh no, they're firing at us! As, as a hail of fire of, of shots uh, fire out and you are uh, forced into cover. Um, I mean, technically, we could just stay behind. Get behind. <laughs> just get behind the bar. Behind the Whatever car. cover you expect. Uh, as uh, ow, 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 ow. Everyone, uh, all right. <laughs> as uh, yeah, you uh, are. There's clearly you were not welcome, but you were expected. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. Figures. Yeah. I, I will say, like the set, when, like before the shooting started, cut off to get said. Wow, looks like somebody uh, was shopping for buildings at the Harrison prefabs. <laughs> and, like, you hear Noir let out, like, a very kind of, like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Weird building. Not what I was expecting. Looks like something they ordered out of a catalog. Not a nice one. Could we please stop? Could we please do the. Um, Estimations about their abilities while I'm not being shot. Oh, I never said anything about their abilities. I think this says more about their intent, you know? <laughs> if it looks bad, but it works, it's good enough. I guess. Alright. It certainly reminds me of a few forward outward posts I've been at. I mean, uh, so just one detail. Uh, yeah. So one detail is that there is a ship behind the facility. Okay. And it's the same type of ship as those other ones. Uh, but it is not launched. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to get on the roof. Is it big enough that we can like see it past the facility? Uh, yep. Okay. Um, we need to take that ship intact to see what they're actually shipping out of here. Hmm. Agreed. If you can give me time, I can ensure that ship will not leave. We need to take the ship intact. Mostly intact. Huh. But did these guys in front of us have to remain intact? No, eliminate them. Uh, Captain, you are a joy to work with. Okay. Do we go in through the front, or do we, like, go straight for one target or another? Hmm. I mean, I don't know what the Goliath's abilities are, but I'd imagine that it's probably... It's either, like, a heavy punch bot like yours... Or it's something, considering that it's a front line, I'd almost guess that that's what it does. Yeah. So, what do you guys recommend? All, all this here is Cliff, and it's invincible, pretty much. Okay. Okay, so, okay, so the just to be clear, the two mole guys are assaults? They are scouts. Okay, so those are scouts, that's an assault, and that, that's a Goliath. And then yep. this little ship here is a bombarder. Uh, sorry, I didn't... This one. Oh, okay, so... Hold on, I need to put these into my, uh, into my data matrix. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, you guys get tagged first, so go ahead. All right, well, let's place ourselves first, because I, I doubt I'd be facing backwards. <laughs> I would have veered to the left and pulled up here. Yeah, so <laughs> which side do you want to start on here? I'll be on the right. Okay. So you're right? So yeah, uh, well, the right, uh, east. So, Harry, what's your speed? Two. Of course it's it two, but it's two with regards to my center. So I can move out of cover, if need be. All right. Can I... 
Can a smaller mech occupy the same space as you? No. No. Okay. But you the, only... but standing beside him, you get hard cover, assuming that... Yeah, so you can be behind me, actually, right behind you. No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, actually right here. Also, how many spaces does the Goliath occupy? Uh, it's the same size as Harry. Yeah. So it's size three. Big okay, three, so it occupies three, three, three by three space. So, okay. So the scouts are behind it. And bombard. Okay. Oh yeah, you now have your pinball ability, don't you? I do. I'm uh, I'm just doing the math. Here. And I also I, I don't know if we should burn core ability. Uh, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, maybe we wait to burn our cores until mid. Like, if it looks one, if it looks like it's going bad, or two, if it becomes clear that we aren't going to mm-hmm. face more like. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. Who's going first? Uh, how about I take the lead? Cause I mean, I'm gonna be going in a melee range anyway. Sure. All right. Uh, okay. So I have movement four, but I also have the new passive. Uh, once during my turn as a free action, I can move up to three spaces, then deal one one d three damage against an adjacent target. So yeah. So you'd have to move and then use your ability. That's what I'm thinking. So one, two, three, four. One, two, three. Could I attack a target if I'm diagonal to him, Joey? Yeah. 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 Like right here? Uh, yes. Great. So I'm going to do... Okay. Uh, so how do you move, Chris? So let me describe it for the recording. So the four of us are behind cover, uh, behind the cliffs. Uh, as further into the facility, all of the mechs that are in there are drawing fire on us. Amidst the hailstorm of bullets, I leap out from behind cover, flaring my new servos to life as I charge into the front lines, uh, racing faster than I ever have before, and with an explosive burst of speed, I go from the cliff area directly into the entrance of the facility and race up towards the massive Goliath-sized mech that is now turning to look at me. Racing towards him, I slam into him as one of my new passives, dealing 1d3 kinetic damage. Do you have to roll the hit, or is that just... Oh, it's, it's automatic. Yeah. That's a, Okay, so I deal one point of kinetic damage. Then, as my full action, I'm going to do a 1-2 punch. For my first attack, um, I uh, throw out a flicker of jabs with my Jowly combat sheet, so I'm going to roll to attack with that. And... Uh, I, yeah, don't you have a... Okay. I do. I have accuracy on this. Uh, that is an 11 to hit for the first attack, Joey? Yes. That hits. Yeah, uh, the thing about big boys is they got shit evasion if it's anything like the Barbarossa. Okay, so, that is a 5 damage for, uh, yeah, 5 kinetic damage. Then for the second attack, um, after throwing out the flurry of jabs, I'm just gonna do a heavy overhanded haymaker with the pile driver attached to my right hand. Wait, are you moving and doing two attacks? Because oh, because you're bar- barraging after that. Yeah. yeah. So, let's see how this goes. Berserker barrage. Berserker barrage. That is a three, so that one misses. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. The, the Goliath in its massive body weaves out of the way of your pun. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it absorbs the the jabs because it's predicting the uppercut, and it's trying to dodge that. Yeah, it actually started dodging when it predicted you were going to punch it, and just got hit with the other two attacks, and it didn't care as much. Yeah. <laughs> and it took six kinetic damage altogether. Okay. Hmm. All right, and with that, that's my turn. So I am going to pass to... Well, the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, the enemy. All right, uh, so one of the scouts is going to go, um, and it is going to... Um, so you see a... Laser pointer, not a laser gun. Um, so a, a beam of light um, uh, or originates from out from a gun, which the scout points at you, Chris. Mm-hmm. What's your e defense? My e defense is pretty low because I've got a Zhang. Uh, my e defense is six. Cool. All right. So the uh, the light hits your mech, and then you it is, you see it do like an up and down scan. Oh. Um, and then, uh, almost like veins, it, it, uh, light beams spread out across your mech, and you see that they stop on certain points, and then they, and then they all lock together, and then, and then you just hear, beep, beep, and, um... That's not is, good. It is now locked on, 
So, oh. so you are now locked on. You are shredded. Cannot hide or benefit from invisibility. Why uh, you're locked on? Shit. Okay. I'd imagine this looks probably fairly similar to the the marker light that uh, Panoptica uses. Yep. Slightly shittier. Yeah. Yep. Not as good, but we we recognize. Yeah. Game recognizes game. Uh huh. Um, and that's gonna bolster the Goliath. Oh fuck. All right. Oh no, I know the strategy. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, you've done it for me. Uh, yep, and that's it. Uh, right. you, go ahead, guys. Uh, who do we want to go next? Uh, I could, if I manage to hit, I could possibly knock down the Goliath. Yeah, because I've got that special ammo before it gets bolstered again. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, probably you should move first anyway, so that <laughs> we know where the cover's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, alright, yeah, so I guess... So, like, the center would be here, so it's, like, one, two. (laughs) (laughs) Just extending that cover out. Yep. And then, uh, so I'm going to fire at the uh, Goliath with my mortar. And I'm going to spend two of my ammo to give it uh, Jaeger ammo. So, where's the thing that says, there it is. Just want to make sure I remember how much I actually have, how many uses of this I have yet. So, so that becomes five. And now I roll to hit. Uh, does a sixteen hit or seventeen? Yeah. Okay. So um, basically, like very slowly, I trundle out of cover. I should actually fluff it so that if the weapons don't scale with my mech, they're actually, like, literally just attached to my wrist at this point, because they're that small. So he just, like, trundles out of cover and aims his, like, arm-under-slung mortar and slots in a, like, a shell, loads it, cocks it, and fires, and it smacks into the Goliath. It deals... What's the mortar again? 1d6 plus 1. So it deals 7 explosive damage. How face base is it, Larry? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so it does seven damage, seven explosive damage, and the Hellfire has to, he is knocked back two, and must pass a hull save or be knocked prone. Wow. So, uh, what happens when it collides with another mech? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no collision rules, but... Yeah. Uh, Especially considering that this thing is Goliath sized and the scouts are not. not. So it has. It also has um, heavy frame. Yeah. But so you are at the same size as that. I. So I think what that means is that it is not immune to knockback from weapons, but it is immune if like someone attempts to ram it or something like that. Okay. Because like that makes sense, right? Like I can yeah. fire and knock it over, but if like the Zhang, for example, tried to run into me, it's like. Haha, <laughs> you are like baby, observe. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but if the Chang used its entire, like, fully charged pile driver. Yeah, then that might do something. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. There's nothing in the book for collision. Alright, uh, I'm going to. Yeah. Well, technically, there is one thing, um. That there's a specific thing, uh, from the Zhang Strength Suite 3 uh-huh. that details what happens when you throw a mech into another mech. Okay, what happens? Um, I don't remember. I just know that the rules exist. Alright, on it. Alright, so I'm going to be at it and say that they can make, that they're going to make a jolly save to get out of the way. Otherwise they're going to get hit by it. Here. You got got the big boy. (laughs) One of them failed spectacularly and the other one... Just failed. Also just failed. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to roll damage on that then. I'm just going to deal damage from them. So one is severely, and one is not so severely damaged. Wow. It's like this gigantic thing stumbles backwards into it. <laughs> okay, Zhang, here we go. Strength sweep. As a full action, you can end a grapple to knock your target five feet back. You can freely pass through, but not in its turn in other character spaces. If it collides with an object or piece of terrain during the movement, it stops, takes 1d6 kinetic damage, and mask must pass a hull save or become stunned until the end of its next turn. Uh, so, no, no. All, all characters that pass through must pass a whole save or become knocked prone. Oh, okay. So the Goliath can become stunned. The other two have to avoid not being knocked prone. Also, but it doesn't say any rules for what happens if it stops in the space 
yeah. of another character, which is what it would do, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna say for sake that they both move to the side. Okay. So are they damaged or are they knocked prone based off of the... Uh, so they are not knocked prone. Alright. But I will say that he needs to still make his whole save to not fall over. So it's their turn now. No, I've still got one more shot. Oh yeah, I forgot you get to that wow. yet, right? Okay, what do I want to do next? Do you have range? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean the mortar's 15, the, the uh, heavy machine gun's 8. This thing's like 9 squares away. Yeah, but yeah. It's oh eight. wait, but do you know what I have? Roller charges. <laughs> <laughs> so you so he follows up the thing and immediately grabs a uh, like a thing off of the side that looks kind of like this weird sphere with a wheel around it and throws it and then it, like hits the ground and starts rolling towards them. Mm. So um, draw a line ten spaces long from your mech. Wow. These grenades bounce along this line over cover and objects up to size one and can pass through holes or areas as small as size one half. They detonate when they move through an adjacent to any character space, dealing 1d6 plus 3 explosive damage to that target only, and knocking that character back in a line for three spaces. <laughs> the target can pass an agility save to avoid the knockback and have the damage. I like the implication that these are man-sized grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, so, are... Joey, which one of those, the uh, scouts, is heavily damaged? Uh, the one on the right. I'm throwing the grenade at him. Okay, so you have to make a... Agility, agility yeah. Save agility to save. To avoid damage. So it has so damage. You would say the one to the east. The, the, the east, yes. Yes, and they are all in zone two while you are in zone one. Yes. Uh, what's the save? Uh, I think it's 11. Uh, he fails. All right, so he takes 1d6 plus 3. Wow. That's nine damage. All right, yeah. He, uh, so the, the grenade <laughs> rolls up to it, and it uh, it explodes. You can take it off the map. So yeah, like, so the, I imagine what happens is like I bowl the grenade... And it literally just rolls right into it, and then explodes directly in its face. <laughs> Strike! <laughs> Ouch! All right, and that is my turn. Nice turn. Nice. Was that the one that had acted already, or the one that hadn't? Um, I did not determine which one. I will say let's roll fifty percent high or low. Uh, what do you guys want? High, high. Yep, that was the one. Nice. Okay. Well, you're still locked on is the problem. Cause... Yeah, you, you don't stop being locked on, but that one does. The other one doesn't get a turn. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the the uh, Goliath is going to go. Wait, so... Actually, no. You know what? The Bombard is going to go. Uh, actually, Joey, that's wrong. The If it is the one that already acted, the other one still gets its turn. Yeah. Sorry. I, that was... Sorry. It was whatever the one was... The, the role was to determine whether or not it was beneficial to you guys and you got the role. Therefore, you get something that's more beneficial. Oh, so it's the is, one that had yet the to one act. that had yet to act. So you, it loses yeah. its turn. Okay. All right. Nice. Sorry. So, my bad. Bad wording there. It's but, okay. So uh, I, w- I wouldn't punish you for... For, <laughs> for guessing. For guessing correctly. Congratulations, you idiot. You moron. You fell for it, you fool. <laughs> so, what's next? So the bombard is going to go. Oh, boy. Pretty far away from everybody. Uh, yeah, but mortars have a long range, and if they have something that allows them to increase that range, that only gets worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, um, it is going to fire its uh, bombard uh, cannon, Ba-boom. which is plus two AOE. Okay, um, so it's going to fire it at you two. Ah, makes sense. Can it even hit with the yeah, high cliff? It has working. Yeah. It can fire through the lattice mm. work because it's science shit. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, yeah. Smart bombs! Smart bombs! So let's try and hit Harry first. Then you don't have cover. Yep. What's your What's your actual... Uh, 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 my evasion? Your evasion, yeah. Six. Still gets you. Yeah, I figured. Uh, that's, what damage is it? Is it explosive? It is explosive damage, yes. <laughs> so I've got blast plating, which means the Barbarossa is resistant to explosive damage. Uh, so how much damage do I take? You take uh, seven damage. So round, it's round down, right? I think so, yeah. So that's three. I take one damage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, okay, you also have armor. Yeah. Wait, is armor applied It's It should be applied after it, because that only makes uh, yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's your evasion? Ten. It misses. Okay. Um, and... 
is going to... How, many, how close are you? Okay. Just Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, after the explosion, so you dodge the, uh, initial explosion, mm -hmm. but you notice that the, um, <clears throat> that it seems like what looks like just debris from the explosion, um, <laughs> lights up. Oh, then, it's got that ability! And then, and then aims towards you, and then, f and then, uh, cluster bombs. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, attack, latch themselves onto you, and then explode, and you take two damage. Okay. Yeah, Heavy Gunner has... No, it's not Heavy Gunner. I think it's Siege Specialist has an ability like that, where you can cause the debris from, like, any cover you destroy to explode. Uh, yeah, it's your guys' turn. It's crazy. Uh, may I go? Sure. Or, yeah, I don't think John's gone yet, have you? Nope. Nope. Okay. Okay. So I just need to... Sorry, uh, Chris, if you could switch slightly. Yeah. I need to do some quick measurements. Um, okay, so I'm gonna move to here. So you're gonna move to the edge of the cover. Yeah, to, I'm gonna move to the edge of the cover, and then uh, let's see. Okay, sorry. Cool. Okay. You can't see that guy. I don't need to see him. I have an arcing weapon. Okay. He's in tensor range. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, first, I'm going to do a quick tech action to make a lock-on uh, attempt on the Goliath. So, just so I understand, to the terminology, an arcing weapon doesn't mean that it follows a parabola. It means it can literally arc in any dimension. <laughs> no, it goes up and then down. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. It does lobs, but it's kind of loose on how it lobs. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yours is the only one that just fires fucking everywhere. <laughs> Coming from the person with two impossible weapons. <laughs> yeah, that's weird the way it fires. Fire, now, fire singularity. <laughs> now watch as I push a gun here, and the bullet pops out over there. I'm okay. firing a gun that doesn't exist, he says. Uh-huh. So, uh, that's, uh, 16? Yes. Okay, so the Goliath, um, so I have scanned, uh, so, uh, he's locked on too, um, and additionally because of Spotter, I get to know his current HP... 19. Oh, damn. He's a big boy. Uh, That's his current, not total. Uh, so NPCs have... They don't function the same way as you guys. In sure. terms of like structure checks. When they run out of HP, they just stop. Yeah, okay. they die. I see. Okay. Uh, sorry. I get his current... The, the justification in-game is that... Um, they're not good. They're worse pilots. So <laughs> when their HP hits zero, they just take a direct hit and die. Whereas, <laughs> whereas with you guys... So we, sad. There's more... Because you're better at piloting... You, when you take when your HP hits zero, you are less likely to take a direct hit. Yeah, basically the idea is these guys are used to the idea of the mechs just absorbing fire, and we've done this long enough that we're like, no, 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 you can still die. Uh, yeah. So I need his armor. Uh, zero. Really? Yeah. No, surprising. Okay. Um. Uh, evasion. Uh, six. Okay. Uh, e defense. Six. Okay, that's um his haze skills. Uh plus four hole. Okay. Minus two agility. Hold on. I'm not using a full keyboard here. Uh minus two for agility. Okay. Plus one for, for systems. Yep. And uh zero for um uh Engineering. Okay, um, armor speed. Oh, what's his speed and what's his E defense? Speed's three, E defense is six. Oh, right, I already got his E defense. Okay. Alright, so minor clarification. So it turns out armor is applied first, then resistance, mm -hmm. and it's rounded up. So I would have taken five, three damage. Mm -hmm. Alright, so. Okay. Um, yeah, and he's locked on to now. Um, so now I'm actually going to, f uh, fire my Oracle Light Machine Gun. Does that have arcing? That has arcing. Uh, at the, uh, salt mech that's standing on top of one of the containers out of cover. Yep. Um, 
it has um, accurate as well, so I get to roll this extra six. Uh, that is a twenty-four. Jesus. All right, and how does crit? How do crits work for people who aren't Chris? Uh, <laughs> you roll double and take the highest. Okay. So you roll two sets of dice and take whichever's higher. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be three then, because I've maxed out the die. Okay. So uh, that's three kinetic. Um, and then because I made a tech action, uh, because of my spotter talent, um, I can make another free lock on. So I'm going to lock on to the Goliath again. Uh, spend the lock on, so this will also deal three heat damage. Or is it three? Sorry. Now I just need to pull up what hacker does again. Um, two heat. Butchin, what happens if I force him to push himself into a wall? Does that do anything? Probably just does damage to the cover. Okay, I don't really care, care about like, that. The cover's weaker than you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the moon's hardness scale. <laughs> uh, so that's a six, so I can use the defensive block on continues, and he also takes two feet. Okay. So how does printing work in this game? Do you have to, is it just roll? It's roll anything higher than a 20. Okay. No, yeah, if, you, if your total roll is higher than a 20. I see. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Okay. And I am now tracking... Uh, so the glad is still locked on to if you guys need to use that, uh, right. and I'm tracking all of its stats. So what does lock on mean? Uh, you can spend it to get an extra d6 on your wall. Yeah, wow. a plus d6. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pretty badass. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think it's now the enemy's turn. Yep. The assault is going to go, and it will fire at Chris. Oh boy. Let's see what he's got. What is your uh, evasion? Evasion. Uh, let me just quickly double check. I. Evasion is 11. So it misses, but you still take 3 damage. Okay. Good old reliable. Yep. Um, okay. Um, and it's going to, and then cocks its underslung grenade launcher and then fires it at you as well. Oh boy. Um, that one hits. You take six damage. Okay, so I have sixteen max hit points. Three plus six. Yeah, that's nine damage total. So yeah, I'm down to seven hit points. Okay, so definitely not out of the game yet. All right. Okay. And now it is uh, Worm's turn. Worm's turn. Worm. All right, new guy. Let's see what the you worm got. Turns. <laughs> the worm turns. <laughs> the worm turns. <laughs> so. Out of curiosity, Joey, those scout-type robots, have we seen them before in that simulation, or is it just the same thing? Oh, they're not the same robots. Okay. We've never seen these before. Okay. Alright, so before Worm can even do anything, a couple things happen on the mech. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the first thing I need to do is determine how much ammo I have for my um, specialty engineering weapon, the, the nail gun. So I'm just going to roll 2d6. I have five of those until uh, the next full repair. And that's just for me to keep track of. Okay. And then, Harry, or um, uh, Noir, yes. you feel, you can hear kind of like a weird, it's almost like a mechanical sound, <laughs> but also maybe a bit of squelching noise behind you as the mimic gun starts to take form. The singularity <laughs> opens up, and I roll 3d20s to determine the stats. I of imagine the that the because the singularity itself oh, is the Omni gun, right? But I imagine right. the mimic gun is like you pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like, it Noir is like, you know, like in a stance for fighting, and he just starts hearing these like, worm? What's going on back there? <laughs> this Barbarossa's head just like turns around, like looks down, like mm. no, no, I, I, no. I imagine I can't turn around, but I start getting like these warnings, like warning: paracausal event detected nearby in proximity. Paracausal radiation at unsafe level. <laughs> so the way this works is I roll a d20 three times. And then that determines the range and the damage of... I mean, you can just roll all three of your d20s and then... That's true. So, which one do you want... Does he get to choose, or...? No, they it's just... It's in order. They, they just go into an order. Oh, okay. So yeah, roll one at a time. going to do that. Yeah. Right. So, the first one is a nine. Um, okay. The next one is a twenty. <laughs> sorry, Jesus. Sorry, please tell me is that damage? Uh, that's range. Damage oh, would be, uh, the damage would be eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and the next one is an eight. 
So okay. what are the stats for this thing? So the way this works is the number I roll is the range. Or I believe that's it. Yeah, no. the number is the range and the damage is it's half of that. Half of that plus one. Round it up. So the first gun would have a range of nine and then a damage of six. Um, the second gun would have a range of 20 and a damage of 11. And the third gun would have a range of eight and a damage of five. Okay. And those are also the rolls to hit? Um, I don't think so. It doesn't no, say anything I think about it just that. uses my accuracy. Okay. So just B plus one. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you get to fire three times and it resets? Is that, is that how it works? No, it just cycles through for the whole combat. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm not going to use it this turn, but next turn... <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, if I move to the west here, just to the other side of... Move to the other side of the cover or the other side of... Oh, of to the here. other side of Harry. Yep, you're still behind hardcover. still behind hardcover. Can I see this assault guy? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so you can... You you know where everyone is based on sensors, but whether or not you can draw a line to them is whether or not... Oh, okay. Yeah. Can I draw a line to this or is, is that... Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to check my range here. Um... Don't forget your passive ability, you can just do that. Yeah, yes. remember to deal your one unblockable damage. <laughs> yes, I, um, I won't forget. Uh, okay, so I am going to use... Uh, I'm going to use the Horus system ability Hunter Lock. And the way Hunter Lock works is, uh, as a quick action, I nominate a character, and until the scene... Um, once per round, every round until they're destroyed, I get plus one accuracy against them. Um, or no, that sorry, I get plus three damage on my first hit against them. Mm. So I'm going to nominate nominate the assault guy. Does that stack with the omni gun? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Just to double check though, does does the omni gun not say that it can't be modified? Uh, no. no rule. Oh yeah, no rule in this well, book. Wait, wait, but, but there's there's a difference between modifying it and okay, what does it say? Oh, so it cannot be modified or benefit from talents. But I don't know if that benefits. So it's not from... a talent. I think you. I think it works. Okay, but that only works on the first hit. Yeah. So I'm gonna actually fire my prototype. No, it cannot be reduced by any means. It doesn't say anything about boosted. Okay, yeah, so that yeah, it does work. I, pr- I presume that's probably why. Like, yeah. It's probably the intent, right? So that you can just do a, a chunk of damage to something. Yeah, uh, if you want, actually, in the, the mech hanger, your talents are also there as well. Yep. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, so if you scroll down, uh, up, up, up. Uh, there it is, your talents. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're hitting a little tab. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was there. Okay. Yeah, that, that's been a feature since I think like 1.29, I think. Get <laughs> with the time. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to fire my prototype weapon. Oh, I forgot to use my leadership thing. At this assault guy. Uh, the prototype weapon has plus one accuracy as part of the that talent, so I think I fire with a plus two total. Uh, accuracy is a plus one d6. Yeah. Oh, so I yeah. just fire with a plus one then, because that's, that's my plus one attack bonus. Right. So the plus one attack bonus, so it's your attack roll, plus your attack bonus, plus your d6. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that would be an 18. That is a hit. Okay. Um, yeah, 13 plus 4 from the accuracy, plus 1 from the attack bonus. Okay. Um, and the Pegasus mech has a frame trait, uh, that says I can just take the average of any die roll. Of any damage roll. If I want, but I have to make that choice before I roll. Okay. So I'm just going to do that, which means that my prototype one, which normally does 1d6 plus 4, does 11 damage because of the plus 3 from the hunter mark. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay, so describe what this looks like with uh, well, the, the, the nail gun. Right? Yeah, the, the nail, nail gun. gun. All right. So this is probably the, ironically, the least contiguous part of the mech. <laughs> it looks the oddest once you take the mech in in its entirety. So... It's Horus, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it is mounted on the back of the wrist of, I'm going to say, the right arm of the mech. But in order to fire it, a worm has to actually brace with the other arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And he pulls this manual bolt-action trigger <laughs> and basically, like, a two-foot-long galvanized steel nail shoots out of a pneumatic tube <laughs> at just under the speed of sound. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Norris, like... Contact hit with what appears to be a nail? Closer to a rebar at this point, but yeah. <laughs> Doing, wow. 11 damage. Holy shit! Yeah, and the thing that also kicks ass about this is that since he doesn't have to roll, 
he no can't avoid the thing with the uh, the engineering weapon, where every time you get a one, you take heat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, it sees the high-velocity nail coming at it, and it raises its arm, and you see like a little shield pop out, and then it hits the shield, and then punctures into the arm. Ouch. Doesn't... Don't you get, like, uh... Sorry, I might be thinking of something else, but do you have level two engineer? Uh, yeah, I have level three engineer. Oh. So what are the two, uh... Plus one accuracy and smart property. Oh, so it hits E-defense instead. <laughs> okay, so what do smart nails look like? No, no, no. It's, it's that the gun hacks you as it's firing. Oh, I see. I just I want nails with, like, fucking, like, guidance <laughs> boosters on the side, so it's like you fire it like a javelin missile. It's like, and then it, like, flies towards the so target. The armor and then resistance, right? Uh, yeah, so the armor does it first, and the resistance takes over the second time. Okay. Yeah, so now it has its, like, arm is, like, as there's, like, a nail in it. It's, like, trying to actuate, but it's, like, glitching. Okay, and as the final thing that Worm does on his turn, he just kind of squints at the mech, and then the Omnigun pulses, and a bullet appears out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the mech in the side. Yeah. Doing another four damage. Oh, wait, no, it's only another on the one damage. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, it's got, like, it's, like, looking at you, it's, like, eight radiated weapon, and then just, like, a bullet appears beside ten that hits the neck. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, like, meanwhile, in, like, the thing, it's, like, paracausal event, critical. <laughs> disengage, disengage, and it just disappears. It's, like... Okay. <laughs> you're, for a moment, you're 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 dummy plug. So White Weiss actually chimes in. So okay, just just a question. Well, okay. So the whole thing is, I don't have the the, uh, the dummy plug. Oh, you don't have the dummy plug anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, you're sitting with us like paracausal event, paracausal event, and the first thing, everything is normal. <laughs> paracausal event. Paracausal <laughs> event. <laughs> I, I just I just see like this gunshot hit it. I'm like, what? Okay, folks on the mission. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that you actually look for a, a, an extra Yeah, I shooter. look for another shooter. I'm like, what the... Shooter on the... No, that doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.